Hey guys, you're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer. I am your host, Lisa Denae. My name is Skylar Coco. I'm a singer, songwriter, and music producer based in New York. And this is Zach. I'm Zach Miller. I'm a producer, songwriter, mixing engineer, uh, etc, etc. A fun fact about us is we've been dating for the past seven years. You know what? I was going to ask that question. <laughs> so we got that one out of the way. Well, congrats, guys. Seven years. That is Thank great. You. And you're making great music together. So I love to hear that. Thank you. <laughs> At today's episode of Sound Scrub, we are going to be talking about Runaway by Skylar Coco. <laughs> I want to start with the lyrics of sure. this song. What is the song about and what inspired you to write it? So Runaway is about letting go of being like afraid of being vulnerable. So mm-hmm. I've had my heart broken before in the past where people weren't ready to commit to me or saw, never saw like pursuing like a romantic thing with me, like a committed relationship. So it sort of made me put up like walls around my heart. So the song is about when you finally like let go of that, let go of the fear of being vulnerable and just like be in the moment and let someone love you. Cause there's someone there who like wants to love you and shows you love. So it's about that final moment where you're like, you know what, let's just do it. Let's not run away this time. I love that. Yeah, it's super relatable lyric. Um, I really gravitated towards the lyrical theme, but then also just what you guys did with production was amazing. I just really love it. I re- loved your vocal too, by the way. Thank you. Um, I'm interested to know, was this about a particular um, love interest prior to Zach? No, the song is about Zach. Oh, interesting. Interesting. How do you feel about that, Zach? Well, it's a, I think it's about the good part of it, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it feels, feels great. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Well, <laughs> did with this particular song, do you guys normally write together? Actually? No. Um, okay. I'm, I'm the lyricist for most of my artist projects I have been opening up the floor to like other songwriters but Zach's Mm -hmm. place usually like I'll start producing the song and when it's like around like 60 70 percent there then I bring him in because he's very good at like like figuring out the type of sound that I'm going for and amplifying Mm -hmm. it so but the lyrics wise melody wise that's all me Okay. So with this particular song, were you kind of sitting down working on the lyrics first? Like, was that what inspired you or were you messing around with uh, production? I usually start with production. So with this song, I made the guitar part and I just had it looped and I started writing down like notes, I guess, of like, Mm -hmm. it was like a stream of conscious type of thing where I was like, what would I be thinking when we first met? And like, when I was like, wondering if this is actually going to go somewhere. And one of the notes I wrote down was like, I want to kiss you, but I'm afraid that like, it'll all fall apart. And that ended up becoming part of the chorus. And then the chorus like wrote itself. Then the song just wrote itself. Cause it's like, it's my experience. 
So Mm -hmm. it just really came from like the heart and like from my past and, and then it became runaway. Yeah. And then what was the moment when you decided to bring in Zach on production? Um, I remember sending him, all I had was the chorus. Um, when I told him, I was like, I definitely want you to co-produce this song. Uh, he's very good at like blending synth pop in regular, Mm -hmm. like modern production. And he has like a crazy sample library of like snares and stuff that I love. So I knew I wanted to bring him in and we took the stems that I was working on in Logic, dumped it into Ableton and we took it from there. So it really expanded after that. Was there anything that you, Zach, didn't like about the song? Like maybe you were like suggested some changes, whether it came like lyrically or melodically. I No, it's usually not the case, especially working with Skylar. It's more like I just try and find room for the song to grow and I try and amplify it and really build the atmosphere that's already there. And mm-hmm. along the way, a lot of happy accidents happen where parts that you didn't expect to add to the song might might come up. And as well with the mixing, you kind of get to really make it a lot bigger. So there wasn't anything I don't think I really subtracted from it. You are the wind in my hair. You are the sun in my eyes. Used to the scent of my pillow Now that you stay the night Maybe I'm all out of practice Maybe I've been hurt before The second I know that we're getting too close I I really love, um, I don't know when this was decided to be put in, like maybe it was like last minute ear candy or something, but I love that little, the Oz where you're like, yeah, I do that a lot in my music. I come from like a slight choir background. I like started mm-hmm. singing in choir in high school and, um, have always like loved vocalizing and, like stacking harmonies, things like that. So I've been putting that in my music a lot more. It's kind of like like stuff that you would hear in like an acapella group, but like in mm. modern pop music. Yes, I love that. <laughs> Thanks. Did you guys hit any roadblocks at all with this song? Um, I don't I've, think so. I don't think so. I think the only thing I went through like a month where I hated how my voice was sounding <laughs> and... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I'm trying to remember back to when like we were finishing up the recording of the song. I think it was like last September. 
Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know what happened, but I was just like, my voice is not sounding good. <laughs> and we took a break from like tracking the vocals for a while mm-hmm. and just focus on the production. And then I came back to it a different day and banged out all the vocals, all the ad libs and everything was sounding a lot better. Um, and I also like had like a slight country twang I added in to like certain parts. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to a lot of Taylor Swift at the time, like old school Taylor Swift. So I was like, maybe I can add that in a little bit. Like, and I I think it definitely added to the song, like to the, um, the feel of it. Yeah. Well, really great job. You guys, I really enjoyed it. Like I said already, um, I want to know what your favorite lyric line is let me think (laughs) oh used to the scent of my pillow now that you stay the night that's something so yeah like when I started noticing like this is becoming a serious thing and I'm not ready for it like I'm gonna get heartbroken so it's like noticing the little things where you're like this is becoming a serious thing this like someone is pursuing me in a romantic way and like actually wants to be with me. It's not just like a one-time thing. It's mm-hmm. not like a no strings attached thing. Like this person is staying over. Um, so that's probably my favorite lyric. Zach, do you have a favorite one? I honestly, I think of it more in terms of the vibe of the melodies. So mm-hmm. I, that's like what hits me with the emotions the most since I'm very music based. Uh, so I don't have a favorite lyric, but I, I mean, I love everything she writes. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Love the support. Um, do you guys have a favorite uh, production element? Probably. I mean, for me, it's always like drums and bass. Those, mm-hmm. like, those are the first things that pop out to me in any record. Mm-hmm. So those, those on this, especially, because I feel like you get a good mix of, in the chorus, you've got like the 80s bass that's kind of driving. But mm-hmm. at the same time, the drums feel like really epic in the chorus and, yeah. and really pushes the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I also like Zach had like a production choice in, I think he like muffled the drums at first and before I'd, I had no drums at all in the verse. And he was like, I think you should actually put them in there. Um, I'm trying to think what part we put I remember in. it. Yeah. It was, yeah. The, it was the first verse. And then, cause for me, a big part of production is in my, in my stuff, I try and really have a, a, a true escalation and like evolution throughout the song, no matter what's going on. And especially in like modern times, we need to be able to keep people's ears. So mm-hmm. I felt mm-hmm. like it was a little too ambient through from the intro into the first verse and then the chorus comes. And even the second or the first half of the chorus didn't have any drums at first either. And so I really pushed, tried pushing the envelope with Skylar and uh, tried fitting as many drums as I could in there because she was really <laughs> hesitant to it first. Yeah, but now like I can't hear it any other way. It like has to have that in there. And I, I totally understand what you mean about like keeping listeners' attention, like people's attention spans nowadays. It's like t- if you're not, if you haven't grabbed their attention like 15 seconds into the song, yeah. you lose them. I know. Yeah. And and TikTok has uh, mm, definitely... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> forced everyone into that <laughs> as well but totally. Zach was what else did you uh kind of bring to the table with production when she brought this over to you um I think I usually what I do is she brought in all of her stems from logic that she worked on and from there I, I really just organize it by the type of sound it is and then start building things up so I, I'll layer a lot of different drum parts over the ones she already has existing I'm usually mm-hmm. not adding a ton of different rhythms unless my ear is missing them um, mm-hmm. so I'll layer a ton of different things 
Um, and I'll process her guitars or anything else a little differently the way that I like to just fit things into the mix and fit the atmosphere the song's going with already. Um, I, I also add a ton of like impacts and swells and things like that, yeah. that uh, really help, okay. uh, help your anticipation with the, the release intention of the song. Those are just kind of like final 10% type things that help, uh, like really final touch the song up and make it feel really, really good. Nice. Um, well, I do know you have a video for this song and it's coming out soon. Mm -hmm. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that. What was your inspiration behind like the aesthetic? Cause I really, really loved the visual and I really loved the colors and the filtering that was used. Thank you. Yeah. I like saw this music video in my head while I was writing the song, like at the bottom of my notes, um, like my notes app with the lyrics in it has like a huge paragraph of just like ideas for the music video. Like I had written down like kissing through the glass. And so it evolved from there. I like, I knew I wanted to show moments of like a couple that's just like, they're about to be, they're about to be something like when you go from strangers to lovers. Mm -hmm. So I have like all these like very innocent moments in the video where we're like laying on the floor or we're just like hanging out, like being close together, like in each other's arms. And then I have um, the moment where we're like kissing through the glass. That's supposed to mm -hmm. symbolize um, the moment where like, you know, that I've put up this wall but I'm desperately trying to get out of it. And like, I give into the moment sort of. Oh, I like that. Thanks. Yeah. So color wise, um, I was inspired by euphoria. My friend, um, who's also plays my romantic interest in the video, Mike Tavera. He's an awesome songwriter, um, artist too, but he was like, you have to watch this show. Like it's your aesthetic. The colors, like bright colors, um, like the moody romantic type of vibe that's Vibrant. in it throughout. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's like where most of the inspiration came from. And, um, we shot it in one day. We shot it back in November oh. pre COVID. Wow. Wow. That must've been a long day. <laughs> yeah, it was a very long day. I made all the props for it. Like I carried that. It was like a huge glass frame which I accidentally broke the night before and had to find a new oh, one. No. The, the glass that we're kissing through. I remember like accidentally putting it on like a chair and like the glass just shattered at like one in the morning. So I was like, what am I going to do? And my mom ended up having like this old picture. Mm -hmm. She was like, I'm not using it. Like I can take the picture out and then you have like another glass and it was perfect. And there we took that to the video and it worked yeah I also just love that um that disco ball that you use oh yeah it, um yeah <laughs> it I don't know there's something visually about it that it's um it's just really beautiful the reflections are really yeah, yeah. The reflections. I was gonna say reflections mm -hmm. it was very cool to work with we like discovered that on set like I brought it and was like I'm not sure if we can use it um it was supposed to be for like the dancing scene mm -hmm. um where we're like slow dancing but we aimed a light at it and it was like reflecting everywhere. It looked so cool. And um, the cinematographer, Sam, was like, we have to like get some shots of you just holding it, moving it around. Like the movement of it was really pretty. Yeah. 
Very well done. And I'm excited for it to be released. Thank you. I'm so excited. (laughs) Out this Friday. How exciting. Um, (laughs) Well, do you guys have any other cool facts about the writing, the production, or the recording process of this song? Trying to think. This one was honestly pretty straightforward for us. It was one of the early ones we did on the record. Um, and, and when we work together, we have a really good working relationship, obviously yeah. for how long we've worked together. Uh, we, it's like, we share a brain in terms of like, I fill in the spaces she's lacking in the music side and she does the same on the opposite with the lyrics, which is awesome. Aww. Um, so <laughs> it went, it went really smoothly. The last thing we added was the, uh, acoustic guitar, which is super yeah. subtle on this one, but it has, it actually has that same vibe she's doing with her, the country twang. It has that in the chorus. Um, and that's just like an open tuning type feeling I like to do in some stuff. Mm-hmm. Makes it a little jangly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Um, moments like it was such an easy song to mm-hmm. write yeah. and then also an easy song to produce. There weren't like any roadblocks really, except for just like recording vocals. Right. But yeah, it like came together very organically. Good. Well, good. I am glad. It was a great song and uh, good job. Zach for being an inspiration because <laughs> it, it's a very, yeah. very beautiful taking a bow. Very beautiful song. <laughs> yes, thank you for making me not have to write about my heart being broken. Yeah. <laughs> well, Skylar, can you tell the lovely listeners where they can follow you on social media and where they can download and stream Runaway? Sure. It's um, everything is under Skylar Coco. That's S K Y L E R C O C C O. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, my YouTube channel. And then I have all of my music on streaming platforms Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, everywhere that you can get your music. My music should be there. And yeah, it's a streaming Friday. Music video will be out on Friday as well. Yes. Perfect. Thank you guys so much for coming on SoundScrub. I really enjoyed Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. To download and stream the full song and learn more about the artist, please visit the description of this episode. Make sure to follow me, your host, Lisa Denae, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at Lisa Denae Music. Thank you for listening.